Hello, folks, and welcome to a brand new episode of All Queued Up, your review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, HBO Max, etc., etc. Why do I say Hulu? We never watch anything on Hulu yet. It still comes in my mouth. Anyway, um, well, we've watched like two things on Hulu. It's true. Um, I'm your host, Greg Dietz. With me always is my Don Fisher. How's your week been? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's good. Um, you know, uh, all my Christmas is ready to go. Uh, all my shopping's been done. All my gifts have arrived. All my gifts are wrapped and under the tree. And uh, just been... You know, taking things uh, easy, doing a little painting, doing a little uh, gaming. Uh, we finished up our Monday night D&D campaign, uh, ready to go into another one after the holidays. And we figure out where everybody's going to be at, you know, when the time comes. Uh, we're at the end of our Tuesday campaign, of part one of our Tuesday campaign anyway. Uh, so I'm excited about that, but yeah, things have been pretty good. I'm supposed to be getting my pictures back, uh, either today or tomorrow. So, so yes, of course I'll be flooding social media with those because why the fuck not? <laughs> Cause I have that level of confidence in myself. Uh, but yeah, things are going pretty Pretty damn good. Ready, ready, uh, ready to get this holiday over with. Five more days is the, or four more days is as of recording this. Three more yeah. days, two more days as of, uh, publishing. So to all of our listeners out there who celebrate, we hope you have a wonderful Christmas holiday this weekend. And if you celebrate Hanukkah, uh, Hanukkah is almost wrapped up. Get a few more days of that. Uh, celebrate yeah, Kwanzaa. Recording it's day three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, wh- whatever you celebrate, if you choose to celebrate a holiday, we hope you have the absolute best of those. Greg, how's your week been? Uh, it's been it's been all right. Um, you know, there's still getting over like the resident the the residuals of COVID. Fun, fun little thing that's been happening ever since I got over COVID. Uh, almost throwing up every morning. Yeah. Couldn't tell you why. Nothing's changed about my routine. I get up, I go get coffee, I gag for fucking 30 minutes, almost throw up, and then get on with my day. It fucking sucks. I'm, I'm like legit upset that it's a thing that I have to deal with. I love puking. That's the weirdest thing anyone has ever said out loud to me. No, man. I fucking hate You know, the the actual act of puking, like the 30 seconds to a minute that it takes to fucking vomit, it sucks, yes, because your whole body is retching and stuff's coming out the wrong way, but the feeling afterwards is euphoric almost. It's just like I feel so much fucking better. It's just like... Oh, God, I'm going to puke. And it, it, most people are like, oh, God, I don't want to puke. I don't want to puke. No, fuck it. Let me puke. I love that after puke feeling, man. It's like smack. <laughs> I know um, I'm weird. That's, that's the very strange. Because, like, 
for me, puking comes with the taste of bile. It comes with that awful, awful, you know, mouth taste that you have to try to get out. It comes with hurt fucking uh, abdomen because you're you're pushing so much. And then, like, the only time that puking has ever made me feel better after puking is when I'm legitimately, like, there's something in my stomach that needs to go out. Other than that, it fucking sucks. And it's, it's, I can tell you right now that this puking, it, it is not something in my stomach that mm. needs to come out. It is, it is another reason that it's happening, and I couldn't tell you. That's unfortunate. Just, I'm suddenly, like, weirdly nauseous, and then that's it. And I'm like, oh, I can't fucking, it's. That's really unfortunate. And I'm sorry that you can't find sweet relief like I do. No, there's, 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 that's what I'm saying is there is no sweet relief from it because it is entirely, it is entirely something else and I don't know what it is to fix it. So, um, I've also never puked where I felt good after ever. I always feel like shit for like a solid hour after anyway. Um, but I do have a, it's funny, but not funny. Maya's heard the story Mm -hmm. and it's got that like, I mean, how do you put it, Maya? Like, it's got that like, it's funny because it's bad. It's funny because, you know, it's next, you know, a week and a half, it's 2023, and there's still shitbags like this in the fucking world. That's why it's funny. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, so my boss, um, hoping to get away from him eventually here, uh, and everyone would be like, oh, maybe don't talk about your work on a podcast. He doesn't. Like, the dude fucking hates cell phones, so I'm not worried about it. Um, I also don't tell anybody there that I do a podcast, so there's that, too. Um, <clears throat> so my boss is what I like to call a whisper racist. I might have talked about this on the podcast before. I you, don't you, know. You have. You've mentioned that he's a whisper racist. Okay. And to find what a whisper racist was, somebody that knows they shouldn't be saying the words that they're saying, but they whisper them like that. So it's yeah. okay in present company, they feel. Yep. It's, it's, we uh, don't it's condone it. Shit. Like, one of the things that he has said to me out loud while we're sitting in the office is like, because we'll talk about how much theft there is in the area. Like, we can't have exposed trucks. Like, we have to lock the gate. We have to make sure that the alarm system and that the surveillance system is working entirely before we leave because catalytic converters get stolen all the time. And, um, like that is a, that's a legit problem in the area. Also, a lot of the stores in our area get like shoplifted all the time. I don't know if you heard about a statistic, but Walmart had like over a billion dollars in stolen items in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, that's very uncommon. Like usually it's a, it's a few hundred million, but not, not billion. People are sick of their corporate overlords. Well, I think pe- I think people are st- are suffering because of just massive inflation. So that. Well, that there's that too. Yeah, and so. it's fucking Walmart. Fuck them. Well, I'm not talking about just Walmart. I'm saying like that. That right there is a indicator of the symptom, like people stealing. Yeah. Um. Like I don't disagree with the sentiment. I'm just saying like the the fucking local Rite Aid and CVS and. And uh, Save Mart and like all the stores in our area have a ton of theft. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 
so we're talking about he just goes, Greg, I'm telling you, 80%, 80% of it's black people. Just a statistic, it's, it's a statistic that he just makes up and plucks out of his ass and then yep. blames it on black people. Well, he hates the smell of weed. That's fine. I don't, it doesn't bother me that he hates the smell of weed. I don't, I don't ultimately give a shit. Um, but like when he is, he's so against it that he'll kick somebody out of the office. They will, he won't, he will not let them rent a truck if they smell like weed. Huh. It's his business. What the fuck ever. Um, apparently the Wednesday before I came back, which was this, this last Friday, um, a week ago from listening to this, um, he had a woman come in who smelt very strongly of weed. He told her she needed to get out because that smell gives him a headache and he refuses to serve her. She locked herself in the office to which then he got up and walked out into the bay because he couldn't stand the smell and he had his foot on the door. She hit it so hard, like the top piece of the door that makes it open and close, like fell off and hit him in his head. Um, and I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking like, it can't be that bad. Like you make a mountain out of a fucking molehill here, Steve. Like if if the smell of weed is that bad, put on a mask. Yeah, I guarantee it'll make the smell go away. But he doesn't think like that, so he sprays this berry scented Febreze everywhere, which then it makes everything just smell like weed and berries. And I'm like, now it smells like a fucking Swisher Sweet that someone mixed with weed. Thanks. <laughs> which I hate that smell because that conjures up like a certain lifetime and or a certain time in my life where I was extremely immature and smoked a lot of Swisher Sweet weed blunts. Uh, oh, I fucking hate the smell. It doesn't get, it doesn't make me sick. I just it conjures up those thoughts. Anyway, so Friday, <laughs> let's get back to the original story. Yes, um, yes. Just I just want to give people a clear view of what kind of person you're, you're I'm dealing with here. Um, he was talking about how we had a new girl coming in on Monday, which she should be there today. I don't know. He hasn't called me this week at all, so that means that. He's training her Um, because that was the problem with fucking COVID is that he'd have to call me and tell me about another customer that was a piece of shit. And I'm just like, Steve, I don't know why you think I give a shit. Um, So he's like, we need to clean out this office. There's a ton of paperwork everywhere that needs to be thrown out. That does That's like, it's just, it's just things are stockpiling. So let's go ahead and clean stuff up. Okay. So he's going through cabinets and he's finding like tax work from like 2007, 2008, 2009, and we're just pulling it all out. And he's like, I only need to keep things all the way back to 2016. I'm like, all right. We have a pile of fucking shit on the floor. And he goes to the bottom filing cabinet and finds a photo album. And he's going through it. And he's just like, oh, shit, I didn't know this was in here. This is awesome. He's, he didn't say it like that because that's not how he speaks. But that's kind of his attitude. Yeah. And he's he's like, like I'm trying to be nice as an employee and like pretend I give a shit. And we're looking through it, and it's old, it's old uh, pictures of him in, in the Navy uh, back, you know, in the, in the 60s. And, uh, like, and then he's like, oh, this is when I, this is, like, around the time that Judy and I moved in together after we got married, blah, blah, blah. Judy has being his wife. I turn around to refresh the computer so that way I can see if there was any new rentals coming in. Um, 
And he goes, oh, this is a picture of me and, and Judy at a Halloween party in 75. I was like, oh, yeah. And he goes, he points at it. I'm not kidding. Him and Judy are in full-on blackface. And I'm not talking, like, brown. I'm talking about, like, vaudeville black blackface. And they have bones in their nose. Judy wearing bone earrings. Jesus Christ. So it's so it was so bad that I just I couldn't stop like in my mind I was laughing at it but on the outside I'm I'm like this is this is fucking ridiculous and I almost said to him I almost said like you better hope nobody on social media finds this cuz like he's been called racist a lot and it's I'll I'll, I'll give him it's warranted is a lot of the times that he gets called a racist is because he refused service to somebody of color. He was, you know, like you get shitty customers, right? Yeah. Well, if, if that shitty customer happens to want to pull out the race card, that's why he gets called a racist. Otherwise, like, like legitimately I'm, I'm, you know, like he, if in the past he has been racist, I don't know about it. So. Oh, okay. Um, I see what you're saying. Uh, so, so yeah, he, I, I don't think like, cause a whisper racist to me is somebody who has these reservations and stereotypes on people of color, but they don't hate. There's no hate. Um, but they say hateful things. It's very strange. Like, if you look and listen to the body language of somebody, that's that's kind of why, like, you know, he says these dumb things, but he would never refuse somebody based on the color of their skin. He would never not hire somebody based on the color of their skin. Does that make sense? Yes. It's very it's a very strange, like weird place to be in. But anyway. So after the blackface photo, um he uh he goes to the back of the of the photo album, and we find like five or six uh, different bank notes from different countries he had visited when he was in the navy. Now that fascinated me. I was like, "Oh, this is cool. This is history. This is this is like looking at old bank notes is fucking fascinating." If there was like a YouTube channel or a show on History Channel that was talking about fucking bank notes and like why the images are on the bank notes, like, oh fuck, like please, this shit is fascinating to me. Don't know why. So I spent the better part of fucking an hour trying to find this very specific Vietnamese Mott Dong. $5 Mott Dong, I should say. Mm -hmm. And um, because here's the thing about Vietnamese Mott Dongs. They were in circulation for maybe four or five years before it changed again. And it constantly changed. Like for, for, for fucking decades. Um. So finding a, a specific one during like the 60s, there's like three bills, three five dollar bills. No joke. Three different ones that they used throughout the decade. Yeah, because it was like it was like 78 to 62, and then 62 to 65, and then 65 to 71 or something like that. And I'm like, good lord. So I can't just type in 60s Matang. Like it doesn't work. Like you have to be specific. So anyway. But that was the better part of a half an hour for me because I was like, this is, I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we didn't have any customers, so it was fine. 
So I found that specific one, and I was like, oh, that was cool. Like, that was a bit, bit of history. Blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to 3 p.m. Um, it's, like, close to the end of the day. A guy and a, uh, two, two guys walk in. They're clearly Asian. Now, I'm not the best at figuring out what country someone has, like, where their ethnicity is from. I I also don't ultimately care unless it gets brought up in conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy comes to my desk and he speaks broken English. Not not so bad I can't understand him or can't help him, but it's broken English nonetheless. So um, in the middle of our transaction, me setting up before a truck is even a reservation, Steve goes, so where are you from? The guy goes, Chico. Chico is about two hours from here, by the way. Um, it's a small call or it's a, it's a call. It's a small college city. I'll say that. Uh, my dad grew up near Chico. Um, shit. My brothers were born in Chico. Uh, so he says, Chico, Steve goes, now I know what Steve wanted, but you know, Steve doesn't know how to ask shit like this. He's like, no, no, originally like, where are you from? I can hear your accent. And the guy was like, Oh, China. <laughs> And I thought, okay, whatever. Steve was just curious. And he goes, I got something for you. And he heads to the fucking photo album. And I'm like, was there a Chinese banknote in there? I don't remember seeing a Chinese banknote. Plus, you know, Chinese banknote from back in, you know, the 60s and 70s wouldn't look like a banknote from today. You know, they've gone through a lot of changes. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I didn't see one. Though he could have one. I don't know. You know, we'll see. He goes up to the guy and he holds up the fucking Vietnamese matang. And he was like, take a look at this. And the guy looks at it and does this. He goes, um, that's, that's a Vietnamese bill. Like, I don't know. Um, and then the guy was, and Steve goes, well, it's from Singapore. So me and the, and the dude's son go, no, he said China. And Steve goes, Oh, I, I thought he said Singapore. I don't know. And I, in my mind, I'm like, how did you get China and Singapore mixed? I don't understand this. Like, we hear what we want to hear, you know, that whole thing. So, um, uh, so, Steve, so Steve goes, yeah, I thought he said Singapore. Ah, Singapore, China, it's close enough. Oh, my God. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> so, that is... <laughs> Like they didn't, they have their own currency. They have the Singapore dollar. They didn't use the Vietnamese. Oh my god! Yeah, it it's dude. It's constant with this man. Fucking constant. And and it's really funny too because he'll have to. He goes, "I here's the thing, Greg. I'm not racist. Like my daughter dates a black guy, and I'm like, so the fuck does that have to do with anything?" Like, oh my god, dude, it's so, it's like, he casually will use a term, I don't want to say the fucking phrase, but I want to give a picture, uh, derogatory term for people who wear turbans. Okay. Um, but not towel. No, yeah. no. Which I, I feel I, is worse. Oh, you're I going to say Yes. 
That's where I thought you were going. Yeah, with. yeah. No, he has never said that one, but he's used rag quite a bit. Mm. Like, there's a uh, a Sikh a Sikh temple that's really close to where we work. Like, whenever I get dropped off from work by an Uber, like Uber tells them to pull into that fucking parking lot, and I'm like, no, 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 go down a little further. Um, and uh, so he was talking about like how when the office was up front in the bit in the, on the on the land and and you know where all this was he's telling me like an old story from like eight years ago and he's like and then the blah 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 is next door and i'm like God, fucking christ <laughs> like it's just casual to him it's just the way we speak that's how he looks at it and i'm like you got it you gotta quit you gotta stop yeah yeah and he, well, does, he only does it, he only talks that way around me and and the thing is, you know, there's a time there's it's learned behavior, but there's a time in our lives when we got to take responsibility for that and unlearn that shit. And he's just I totally heard. like one of those people that seems to be unwilling to even attempt to unlearn his harmful speech patterns and shit. Just fuck that guy. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, so, and then that's the thing is I'm put in this position where like, I need this job right now, right? I don't, I don't have anything else. Am I applying other places? Yeah. Um, is anything coming up? No, I don't know why it could be that I'm fucking 39. That might have something to do with it maybe, but it is, it is obnoxious and I need to get the fuck out of there, but so I can't sit there and be like, Steve, you can't say that. That's racist. Like, I can't do that right now. But. Because he's the kind of guy that would fucking fire you if you spoke out. Yeah. Yeah, he would. It's <clears throat> fucking annoying, but. At least I got stories out of it. Yeah, and some, anybody that lives funny. in your, any listeners that live in your area know what kind of jerk he is, and maybe we'll go to a competitor. <laughs> what he needs to do, if I'm being honest, is he needs to just retire. He needs to close down shop and just like, because the thing he keeps saying to me is he's like, I could, like, I make enough money, um, I make enough money elsewhere. And I'm like, what's elsewhere? And he's like, oh, I make enough money with my retirement. And I'm like, so you're getting retired, you're getting Social Security, and you still run this business. Well, I don't make enough off this business for it to be a thing. Like, because I still have to pay rent, I have to pay you guys, I have to pay this. I'm like, yeah, you you get paid like $15 an hour, but I have to pay this and they're like uh, uh, this. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? None of this information is important to me or matters to me in any way, shape, or form. And it makes me feel weirdly guilty that I had like that you have to pay these things in, in regards to me. Like it's almost as if he wants me, like he's he's like, I have to abide by the law, but I'd pay you under the table if I could. I'm like, you're the fucking worst, man. Mm. So my condolences. Anyways. <laughs> it's, it's, like the job isn't even that bad it's not that hard like yeah you get your shitty customers because you're working customer service but it, he makes it unbearable yeah so yeah well anyway should we get to reviews 
Uh, Yo, I think you just gave one, but uh, of a person's character. So, okay. What we're reviewing today, Jesus Christ. Um, We're not reviewing Jesus Christ. That's not. Um, We're going to be reviewing Wednesday, which you can find on Netflix, which was exceedingly fucking popular. Uh, Like, I think it did beat eventually um, Stranger Things season four their highest at the time or some shit um and uh episode five of willow so uh yeah let's get into wednesday well this is a series that was uh it's a coming of age supernatural mystery comedy horror streaming television series based on wednesday adams created by charles adams back in the day um it's uh, the basic premise is Wednesday is expelled from high school after dumping live piranhas into the school's pool in retaliation for the boys' water polo team bullying Pugsley, her younger brother. Consequently, her parents, Gomez and Morticia, enroll her at their old high school alma mater, Nevermore Academy, in the town of Jericho, Vermont, a private school for monstrous outcasts. Wednesday's cold, emotionless personality and her defiant nature make it difficult for her to connect with her schoolmates and cause her to run afoul of the school's principal. However, she discovers she has inherited her mother's psychic abilities to which she uses uh, to attempt to solve a local murder mystery. So that's the basic rundown premise behind the series. Now, yeah, I'm going to come right out of the gate and say it. Fucking hate Tim Burton. I hate Tim Burton. And this is a Tim Burton project. Uh, He's he 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 uh directed four of the eight episodes and he didn't write any of them. They were written majority of them were written by Alfred Goh and Miles Millar, uh along with Kayla Alpert and April Blair. Uh there's but, only a handful of moments in the show that feel authentically Tim Burton. I agree. And that's why I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't um, hate it. Like there there <clears throat> are there are shots in this show or moments where I'm like, that's Tim Burton. That's hundred percent Tim Burton. It's like it this show was kind of like watching um not in the same like category, but it was kind of like watching Multiverse of Madness, where you're like, Oh, that's clearly studio or that's clearly cinematographer. And then you're like, mm-hmm. well, that was Sam Raimi. It's the yeah. same thing with this show. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but as One for the... story... Oh, go ahead. Was it, as for story, I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's... <clears throat> I grew up watching The Addams Family. Uh, you know, it came on almost every day on TBS and reruns and syndication. Um. You know, and it was one of my favorite shows as a little kid. When I was in high school, they put out the two theatrical movies with Raul Julia as Gomez and Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester. And fucking love those movies. Fucking love them. Uh, That being said, this is something completely different that they've not done before. Like... I I had to act the super the supernatural element 
Right. I had to go and look and see if the old show had werewolves or if like there was the point where fucking sirens and and vampires existed in the universe of Adam's family. And uh, I think werewolves kind of were mentioned or something like that in the like, I think people said that uh, Morticia's sister was a werewolf in the original yeah. show or like was mentioned that she was a werewolf, but that's it. Yeah, you would get brief mentions of something here and there. But what was fascinating about this is that they're all just known things. And it's like people know about them. And it's just like, well, you're not a normie. You're an outcast, you know, like the hitchhiker uh, in the very first episode. The woman dropping him off, like, heard there's werewolves lurking about or something like that. Or he said something, made a reference to a werewolf. It was like, okay, people just know about these things, I guess, in this world. Yeah. Uh, and that was cool. Uh, it's never yeah, been like that idea. never been approached in that in that fashion. Uh, and yeah, like you know, the 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 supernatural element. You know, like Uncle Fester being able to generate electricity with his hands and fingers, or Wednesday and Morticia having psychic visions. Um, you know, the you know you have the sirens and their actual siren song, and these things here have never really been explored in the Adams family. To my knowledge, um, um, I like like I said, I had to go look it up. I had to go do some little some research. I was like, maybe in the original comic, maybe like because I went, I I I had to do some research. I was like, maybe in the original cartoon in the fucking nineties in the in the. <clears throat> I was like, no, nope, nope. No. It's this. Uh, they were just in, in in the original Charles Adams comic strips. They were just fucking weirdos. Mm hmm. And in the original TV show, they were just a weird, eccentric family. Yep. But we embraced the macabre. Here's the here's the thing that I I like something I learned. And it's like if if you're gonna go to the extent of having a living hand, like you might as well go full bore. Like, why can't those things exist in the Adams Family universe? Yeah. So I'm, I, I, I was, I, I, I really enjoyed that aspect. I was like, this is cool. Like, I like this idea a lot. Yeah, yeah, and that was, you know, um, I went and watched and... the animated movie from 2019 because I hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's a. It's a really solid fucking animated movie. It's great. I actually highly recommend it if you like Adam's Family. Um, but they also like they don't mention anything supernatural in that either. So, but um, uh, so what can I? Let me ask you this: When did you? I'm not going to say who. When did you figure out who was the hide? Second episode, I was sure of it. Really? Yeah. And see, I thought it was too easy. That's why I didn't suspect it. Oh, yeah. I was like, second episode, I was sure of it. 
by the third episode, I was convinced of who was behind it all. But then there was another one who was the possibility who she suspects at first that ends up eating it. And I was like, one of those two is the person and the other one's a red herring. And that's how it played out. I had, I had three people on my list, which I'll, I'll tell you off the part. Cause I don't want to spoil it for anybody who has still hasn't watched it, which if you haven't, I'm kind of surprised you're one of the very few that hasn't watched it yet. The one of the very few, cause this, I, like I said, this fucking show was immensely popular. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, Christine Ritchie is a fucking, like, she was great in the show. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed her. Um, I have to say, I didn't enjoy Louis Guzman as Gomez. See, I disagree. Um, I felt like he no. acted weird enough for the role. And to me, like, because we've had, we had Raul Julia and... Um, Raul, Ju- Raul Julia, and uh, the original Aston. was John Aston. John, John Aston. I was like, I know his last name. And those two don't look like uh, Charles Adams's Gomez. No, right? no, no, no. He they Louis didn't. Guzman does. In my yeah, opinion. he he does, he does. But it's just something in his portrayal. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Uh, and he didn't do a bad job. I just don't feel that. I guess I'm too attached to the role Julia version of the character. You know, even though I know Louis Guzman looks more like the original illustrated versions and cartoon versions of Gomez. Something in his portrayal, though, it just didn't work for me. I, I, I'm not saying he did a bad job. That's not what I'm saying. I just, I just, I don't know. He didn't find enough. I think it was in his delivery. Because, uh, I mean, Gomez is, like, arguably way too attached to, to Morticia. Um. And I, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't see anything wrong with his portrayal. I personally didn't, but a lot of people have. So you're not in, you're not in a bad camp on that. As a matter of fact, him as Gomez is really like people's only sticking point. <laughs> um, though I did have a, I did have a good chuckle at the scene where uh, Pugsley is eating the uh, potpourri. Yeah, that was funny. And they're standing outside the office, and uh, he hands like he hands some to to Gomez, and Gomez is like, mm. <laughs> and then goes in for another big handful. Yeah, that's fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pugs so is like, funny. thanks for the candies. That's potpourri. And he's trying to hand it back, and she's like, keep the bowl. Um, I uh. What was the other thing I was going to say about the show? Oh, as much as I enjoyed it, it did feel. I don't, I'm not a big fan of like teenage drama shit. Yes. And there was a bit much of that in this show. Yes. That like 
I didn't love, but I didn't hate it. Like I was like, it's not, it's not overbearing, but I was like, oh, it's a bit it much. felt very WB slash CW. Yeah, not as bad as that though. No, no, but it had that feel to it. Oh yeah, and you know, I watched the first episode like Friday night, or maybe it was Saturday night, but I was really tired and I was dozing off in and out. And at the fucking end of the first episode, I was like, I fucking hate this. And I didn't, uh, and I waited two whole days before I went back and tried to rewatch it. And I was like, I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to give it a serious fucking chance. And, you know, I got to the end of the first episode. I was like, okay, I don't hate it. So I got through, you know, I was like, but it feels very fucking CW in a lot of ways. And, you know, I get that. You're focusing on a private high school you're going to have that high school drama stuff. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of like the, the girl who was the siren, a lot of that with her. Yeah. But then when it was like dealing with parental stuff, I was like, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that felt, yeah. The stuff with Bianca, you know, the main siren character, a lot of it, some of it felt kind of forced. It's like, you know, she's here to be this foil for Wednesday f- for no reason other than just to have a foil. And then, you know, they humanize her a bit in the final couple of episodes. Um, I don't know. Some parts about this show felt very formulaic, too. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. In the Absolutely. execution, in the execution of it. You know, the premise is cool. The premise is good. The setting is good. But some of it was very paint-by-numbers. Yeah, Um, I don't disagree with that. I don't... I don't think that it hurts the show, necessarily. You know, it's not a... It's not a bad thing, necessarily, but... It's something that I picked up on, you know. I felt it was a little too predictable, too on the nose at times. But it is enjoyable. So. Yeah, that's that's the thing that that kills me is that like this show blew up in popularity, and I'm watching it go on. I don't understand. Like, I understand people wanting to watch it. I understand you know it being popular, but to the extent that it was, I was like, it's no Stranger Things to me. It's not. No. It's not even up there with that show. Um, no, hell no. Like, I can't say that I'm excited for a season two. Will I watch it? Sure, but I can't say that I'm excited for one. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for season five of Stranger Things. You know, I'm excited Absolutely. for more Umbrella Academy. Like, those are the things that I'm excited for. And this show, I'm like, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was I, I, I can't say that it was bad. I get everyone did a really good job. I think I think Fred Armisen is fucking um Fester. Fester was was he did he did a great job. I didn't I, I didn't realize that was him at first. And then I was like, holy shit, about two scenes in, I was like, that's Fred fucking Armisen. So the only Fester that I've seen live action or or animated that 
didn't sound like Fester was Christopher um, Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Which I, I think I think is fucking hilarious. Oh, by the way, in the animated series, uh, Uncle Fester is voiced by um well, I can't think of his name. He he did he did Big Mouth. There's a lot of characters on Big Mouth. John Mulaney? No, 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 no. The guy who created Big Mouth. Nick Kroll? Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll does Fester on the animated, the, the two. The animated movies from 2019. And, okay. Yeah. And he's, he's he does a fantastic job as Fester in those. Um, but, uh, yo, fucking, I, like, anyone who doesn't have a crush of some kind on um, Gwendolyn Christie. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like one of my childhood crushes and growing up had nothing's changed is Christina Ritchie. Right. Okay. And I think Gwendolyn Christie is fucking gorgeous. Um, plus her being like six fucking three is awesome. Um, Having those two stand next to each other in a shot, I was just like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to enjoy this for a second. (laughs) They would have broke the internet if those two kissed or whatever. I promise you that. That shit would have been explosive. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything else to add. Also, if you're going to like... If you're going to do like... First off, the song, uh, Goo Goo Muck, way fucking cooler than whatever this trend is using with like a pitched up fucking uh, Lady Gaga song. God damn it. So the trend is, Maya, if you haven't seen it, is there's a song by Lady Gaga. um, Like the lyric is like, I'm going to dance, dance, dance with my hands, 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 something like that. And it's a fine song. I'm not saying it's a bad song, but it's a pitched up version. So it sounds fucking weird to me. And people are doing the Wednesday dance, which is a smash together dance that she did in the movie, in the show. Yeah. Um, it legit bothers me that like, okay, if you want to do a mashed up version of the dance that she does, that's fine. At least do it to Goo Goo Muck, please. And not this fucking weird song. Like, ah, oh, dude, it bothers the shit. I don't know why it bothers me as much as it does, but it really fucking does. Anyway, now that I got that off my chest. <laughs> uh, well, what uh, what, uh, what rating would you give it? I'd give it a B. I'd give it I'm a B. I'm a bit higher than you. It, it's solid. It's entertaining. But there was nothing groundbreaking. You know, it was a little bit of cookie cutter formulaic by the numbers safe story that was a little too predictable at times. And but great use of music, uh, great portrayals by everyone across the board, with uh, not so great from Louis Gomez, who I love. I just didn't feel him as Gomez. And, you know, it's not a slight or knock against him. I just, did I say Gomez, Louis Gomez, Louis Guzman? Sorry. But, um, yeah, yeah. But I, I caught it in my head like 20 seconds afterwards. I was like, fuck. 
but yeah, um, <clears throat> it's fine. Um, you know, will I watch it again? Not unless there's a season two and I'll rewatch season one before season two. Maybe, maybe. I don't even know if I'd do well, that or that, if I'd I just I, watch a recap. I mean, I wouldn't even watch a recap because to me, what happens in season one is is pretty simple. Yeah, it really was. It really but, was. It, it's. Uh, I'm. It, it's. Well, I'll wrap it up and then I'll throw it to you. Okay. Sorry, but sorry. Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of the Adams family. I have been all my life. But this is just okay. You know, it's not. I didn't find it to be stellar. I don't. I don't understand why it became the sensation that it has but it's not bad you're not going to waste your time watching it uh you know still enjoyable so that's all i'm getting at what what grade would you give it um i'm gonna give it an 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 a minus uh i thought it was really well done for what it did i thought that um the actors did a really good job uh, a lot of the uh, adult actors that they got for the show, I thought were fucking awesome in, in what they did. Um, a lot of the other characters, you know, like uh, her, her roommate, I thought was fun. Um, you know, the high school drama stuff was high school drama. And that's, that's honestly the only thing about the show that I didn't enjoy. Cause I remember, I think I told, I told our friend Andy this, like, Whenever they would get into the high school drama stuff, I'm like, can we please get back to the mystery of who the Hyde is, for fuck's sake? Like, that was so much more fascinating to me. Or when Wednesday's Wednesday's just being like mean to somebody um, in her in her very static ways. But I did enjoy. I will say this: I did enjoy her coming out of her shell a little bit. Like, yeah, that to me was really cool to see Wednesday do more than just be super stoic. So yeah. um like she doesn't she says earlier in the show like I don't I don't cry. You know, I had um uh did she did she tell the scorpion story in the show or was that the end yeah no no she told the scorpion story in the show okay yeah, when she tells that story and then and then later like cries over thing potentially dying, I was like, I was like, oh shit, like she's actually showing emotion. Or when Fester shows up and she smiles, I was like, I was like, yeah, that's that's cool to show that kind of character development, you know, yeah. as as a as a progress as the progress of the show. So that stuff I really enjoyed. I agree. It was a lot of like that high school drama stuff that I was like, can we get can we get away from the CW shit? Like, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it well enough. Like I said, not, I'm looking forward to a season two. I'm not, I'm not excited about it though. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, before we move on to Willow, I do want to, since we're mentioning the CW thing, I do want to, uh, say that I watched something yesterday because you know, why the fuck not? Um, I know it's no longer Canon because of James Gunn, but we watched black Adam since that's on HBO max. Uh, my official review is it's fine. It's not, again, a groundbreaking superhero movie. The plot, I would say, is up there 
with a CW superhero show with a high budget. That's Black Adam. Hmm. So it's not bad, not great. No. Does it feel like more of a vanity project for The Rock than anything else? Yes. Is Pierce Brosnan the best thing about that movie as Dr. Fate? Absolutely. Is he almost the best or the only good thing about that movie? Close to it. Um, the guy who plays Hawkman did an awful job. Straight up. Hmm. Like, I, I, it was not good. It felt like a corporate movie, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, so... Um, if it's something you want to check out, go ahead. Who the fuck cares though at this point? It's not it's not canon. Like I'm super excited for what James Gunn is doing with DC. Like I can't wait to see all these like tied together movies that he's going to do with DC. Like I'm actually fucking stoked about it. But cuz that's my that's the problem is that like I think I've said this before. I was a big Superman fan when I was a kid. I you know, also yeah, Batman and Wonder Woman. Like I, you know, they they teamed up and all that shit. Justice League stuff. Um, but when I read the death of Superman, when I was like ten, he died. In my mind, he died. Died. And I went, yeah. I got to find another superhero. And I really was into bugs and spiders. And I found Spider Man. Little did I know that you know, like his love of science was going to attract me to further to him. But that's you know, besides the point. And then I got really into Marvel. And as I got older into my young adult age and having stupid opinions, I was like DC versus Marvel. And Marvel's way better than DC. DC go fuck itself. Of course, I came back around and was like, no, DC's good. You just have to tell the right story. Um, and uh, it's been rough watching DC try to fucking stay alive with their garbage continuity and very hit or miss movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy that James Gunn is at the helm of DC Studios because now now I know we're gonna get quality content. Will everything be fucking, you know, dynamite? Probably not, but I'm not looking for everything to be dynamite. I'm looking for everything to be serviceable and good. You know, with some heart. Because even the worst Marvel movie is still enjoyable on a second, third, fourth viewing. Yeah. So. Well, let's talk about Willow. Yes. Episode five. Episode five, titled The Wildwood. Um, it opens up with the Gales pursuing Alora and her friends through the ruins of Bavmorda's castle. Willow uses his wand as a flamethrower to destroy the Lich and another Gale. The group flees into the Wildwood, where they are captured by the Bone Reavers, who are led by a woman named Scorpia. Scorpia reveals that she and Jade are sisters and daughters of General Kale, a formal vassal of Sorsha and the original Bone Reaver. Uh, if your <clears throat> General Kale in the movie was that badass that wore the skull mask. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I, I remember him. He fought Mad Mardigan. Yep. Jade also reveals that Borman was a... Jade, not Jade. Um, Scorpia reveals that Borman was a former associate of the Bone Reavers and uh, her lover. 
The Bone Reavers are outlaws who seek freedom from Tyrus Lean and other powers. Willow also reunites with his brownie friend, Rule, uh, who reside near the Bone Reavers. Uh, so the Bone Reavers kind of just are throwing a feast to welcome Jade back into their fold. And, you know, they all eat this weird fruit. Turns out to be truth plums and... Kit and Jade reveal their feelings for each other, and then the troll shows up and kidnaps Kit, and that's how the episode ends. Lots of use of modern music in a fantasy setting, and I didn't care for it. The dialogue <laughs> was atrocious in a lot of places. I'm telling you, this show's not getting better, and I'm kind of disappointed. You know, I, it's it's funny you say that because I actually had I enjoyed this episode a little bit more than the, than the past ones. Um, I don't know why I couldn't tell you. Like I thought it was cool that they brought Rule <clears throat> in. They brought him in for a little cameo. Um, uh, yeah, Kevin Pollock. Yeah, Kevin Pollock. Thank you. I was like, that's fun. Um, uh, it's funny. <laughs> you are uh, like you and quite a few other few people that I know are very like. You're very particular on music, very particular. And if they take a song that is rock or metal and turn it into something else, like you got, like you and those other people are just like, blah, bah, not, not necessarily. You know, I don't mind a song being repurposed for something else. And I'm not against using songs in settings but these songs didn't fit the setting you know like yeah. they're having the whole scene where the bone reavers and willow's company are all hanging out and everything and they're dancing and they're playing crimson and clover in the background i'm like this just feels so off to me i just couldn't uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'll tell you this right now. This show isn't like getting better to me as you know, from last week when we talked about it, like I'm, 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 I'm ha it's a bit of a struggle watch. Um, it is. Uh, it is. It's. We're not going to not fit. We're already halfway through this fucking season. We're going to finish it. There's only three episodes left. Fuck it. Or over halfway. Yeah. Like we're going to still finish it, but it is a bit of a struggle watch and having a bit of a lighthearted episode. I was like, this is, this is nice. Like it was, it, it it's not. Well, we also got a little bit of character background too, which helped it, but it was so basic. This show is very paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. Like it was, and oh, it's fucking okay. so sad she's... because the movie, the, the two, you know, has charm. The movie's not a great thing, but it has charm. Like we said, um, this show is not finding the charm that the movie has. I'm gonna be honest with you, Maya. The only thing that the original show has is charm. The only thing that the original movie has is charm. Everything else doesn't work. Like. It has charm because of the era that it was made in. If you try to make Willow today, and I'm not talking about this show, I'm talking about what the original movie was, it wouldn't pass. People wouldn't watch it. It wouldn't succeed. It only it is... probably it only Like, I'm... Again, I'm not 
saying this show is bad, but it's also not good. Great. It's barely, it's barely just a step above not good. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's good. It's a step above not good. Um, it, like the 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 covers that the movie did, or this this episode did, I enjoyed. I I liked them, but you know, teach their own. Um, the 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 whole element of like finding out that. Uh, I can't remember any characters' names other than Borman, by the way. It was like Borman and Willow. And I'm like, okay, that's all I got. Um, that nice acknowledgement, by the way, from Allura Dannon in the opening scene, you know, telling Willow to pull that stick out of his ass. Well, that's that's a complaint that I've had about this show from the fucking beginning is that nobody's calling Willow out on a fucking thing. And then he just plainly says it this episode, and Allura's like, rumph. Like, what about what about the, uh, the the castle last episode? What the fuck? Um, but uh, like I said, having the two love interests, like the major love interests in the show, be the offspring of the two characters that fought at the end of the first movie or the original movie, I'm like, okay, this. I'll put it this way: this little plot element. Feels a little too forced. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> like, oh, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Okay, cool, neat. Like, it's that kind of thing. I don't, I don't love it. Does that look? I know that people enjoy Rise of Skywalker. I know that you really like like Rise of Skywalker. I have a I really lot did. of fucking problems with that movie. A lot. And one of them being that Palpatine's even fucking in it or that she's related to him. God, I hate that more than most things. Like, why not make her a nobody? Making her a nobody was such a cooler element. It was a, it was a thing that kids could look up. Okay, when it's not about Star Wars, it's about Willow. <laughs> I just a different don't... George Lucas creation. I just really, really don't enjoy those two being Mad Mardigan and Kale's kids. I just don't like it. It it's I think I rolled my eyes when they were in the forest having that moment. I know that my dad killed your dad and I'm like, I Christ. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the dialogue in this episode was particularly cringy in places. Um you know, and one of the things was in the first episode, I was hoping that Jade was actually a Laura Dannon because the baby that portrayed a Laura Dannon in the original movie was redheaded. So I'm like, oh, that's fucking her grown up. And she's been, you know, her life's been concealed from her. No, it was the kitchen girl that's been fucking Kit's brother, Eric. Oh, okay. If it, if it counts mm-hmm. for anything, like, that's not an uncommon thing to see with people growing up is like their hair will be. Oh no, no. Yeah, no, I get that completely. My hair used to be blonde as fuck when I was a little girl. And then it got brown. (laughs) 
I think mine was always brown, but I've seen that happen um, quite a bit. So it is with the D's. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's, the, it's, I mean, it's not an easy watch. It really is. You and I also have, and I want to make this clear to the audience. You and I also have a different point of view on the show because I don't remember watching Willow as a kid. I probably did. It didn't stick. I might have gotten bored and played Nintendo. I don't remember because you could have asked me a single question about the original Willow and I'd be like, Val Kilmer's in it. Like, that would be the only piece of information I have. Like, I know that this is that the original. Such a crush on Joanne Wally. The actress that played Sorsha. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Dude, when I was twelve, she did it for me. <laughs> like Christina Richard did it for me when uh Casper came out? Probably. Oh, I big crush on her when Casper. I watched that movie more times than I probably should have. Um I don't know, like like we talked about how we talked about how like the original movie has charm, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand that charm. There are aspects of that movie that are charming. But if you if you take that charm away from that movie and just look at it for the plot and the acting, it's it's awful. Like the plot in World to Willow could be interesting it has an interesting lore you know uh, a bunch of races that coexist to an extent um like humans calling the nelf nelfwin nelwin nelwin uh calling them pecs that's great lore that shows that there is a sort of prejudice towards you know different races Mm-hmm. That's that's good lore building. Do we get a fucking derogatory term? Sure, but at the same time, it's good lore building. Um, you know, like that stuff is cool. Uh, one of the big pieces of charm that the original movie has are the brownies yep. and having rule and his friend like do certain things where they built large fucking things and had them in front of a blue screen. Like, that's the kind of stuff that's charming about the original movie, not its plot. Like, if I were to say that the original movie, as an adult, because like I said, we watched the original movie, my dad and I did, before we watched this show. Mm -hmm. um, The original movie was a very little bit of a struggle watch. It's like two hours and ten minutes long, and a lot of it is that classic 80s like we're going to do longer shots than are necessary for certain things because we want to show off certain things. And so many people talk about how they love Willow, but I think it's mostly nostalgia. Oh, I'm not going to so, deny it. Absolutely. Is in my case. <laughs> and that's fine. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but you know, what's insulting building an entire fucking show primarily to to attach nostalgia like they are banking that you and other people like you maya are going to watch this show because of nostalgia and not because it's a good show 
Like, I don't love Andor because it's Star Wars. I love Andor because it's a great fucking show. Oh, if fuck that was yeah. the case, if that was the case, I'd like Obi Wan Kenobi. I think that show's dog shit. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if we weren't reviewing this, I probably would have given up watching it by now. Same here. Like, I wanted to but, reassure the audience we're going to continue, but but there's only three episodes left, and that's three hours of our life. And by shit, you're going to hear our opinions about it. And you never know; there crazier things have happened. I mean, look what happened to the Raiders with the Patriots the other day. Um, they that that turned out to be a happy fucking ending. This might turn around and have a strong finish. Am I anticipating that? Fuck no. Uh, but it's possible, I guess. I just don't. I'm not confident. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see. I'm, it not, gonna I'm not confident in it. No. But yeah, yeah. Um, this episode, I give it a C. It's average, ho hum. I might even go C minus. I, I I'm gonna go C plus, but only given that extra point for Borman. Yeah, yeah. Because you can make a whole show off of him, and it'd, it'd be enjoyable. Oof. Yeah, there's not much more we can say about it. It's, it's, it's disappointing. Watch. It's disappointing. We've had a few oh. struggle watches on this podcast, and this is up there. This is fucking yeah. up there. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, everybody. Well, that's, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, before I close it out... um. The official Vought International Twitter account, uh, which, God, I fucking love it. They t- <laughs> they tweeted this out a few minutes ago. Oh, 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 not ho, 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 but oh, 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 Merry Christmas. It won't be a silent night when you surprise your special someone with a super toy stocking stuffer. Enjoy our biggest sale of the year at soupporn.com by entering Dildember. Wow. For 7% off at checkout. And this is the picture. It's just like of those dildos. Wow. That's insane. Fuck. So fucking funny, dude. Oh, there's a, there was this picture too. I don't know how well I'll be able to show it on screen, but uh it's homelander there you can see it yeah so it's yeah. homelander with his thumb up and i'm wearing a christmas hat and it says uh merry christmas underneath a crossed out happy holidays yep and i'm like that's fucking perfect well that's excellent satire and they did that right after um trump's stupid fucking digital card thing yeah. oh they also did they also did this uh, right after that, this is this is why I love this account because they parody shit all the time. But it's a picture of Homelander. It's just Homelander right there. But it says, "Huge announcement! Official Homelander digital collectible trading cards have arrived. Celebrate our greatest hero's life and crime fighting career by owning an authentic and non fungible JPEG of him. Buy now for seven 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 Vot coin seven hundred seventy seven Vot coin while you still can." Oh God. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It really is. I just I fucking love it so much. Anyway, oh good lord. So yeah, everybody, that's gonna do it for us. I can't wait for that new season either. It's gonna be so good. 
gonna be so good. Um, uh, next week, everybody, we're gonna review the Willow episode six, uh, and uh, Witcher Blood Dragon on Netflix. Now, Blood Origin. Oh, Blood Origin. My bad. Why did my fucking phone autocorrect Origin to Dragon? I, know I don't know, but uh, yeah, Blood Origin on on Netflix. Um, which I know we're both looking forward to, but I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble getting excited about The Witcher after this whole Henry Cavill thing. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I'm. I'm wary. I'll put it that way. I'm very wary. It could like everything from The Witcher. I mean, I think that Blood Origin is going to be good. I agree. You know, but everything after that, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, guys, make sure you follow us on all social medias. If we decide to add anything, um. We'll keep you updated on there as best we can. We're t- we do a terrible job at that, and I say it every week. But uh, yeah, the other thing I want to point out is that um, uh, what was I going to say about the social medias? There's something I was going to say. Oh, that's what it was. I don't know why. I don't know why I tied it to social medias, but um, oh, that's why. So what we're going to do. Uh, not next week, but the following week, the one that's in January, is we're going to do our 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 favorite things from 2022. I hate when when they when people start doing this shit in the beginning of December. It drives me fucking nuts. It's like the year's not over. Like we're it we got one more month, everybody. Like Spotify was like, here's your shit in December, and I'm like, why? <laughs> December's not over. I'm still listening to Spotify. Um, but uh, so we're gonna do our best of 2022 in the first week of um, January. That means what I want you guys to do is send in your favorite thing of 2022 to our social medias, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, doesn't matter. Let us know what your favorite thing was and we'll, uh, we'll bring it up. Maybe we watched it. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we'll put it on our list to watch that way because you fucking loved it. We'll go there. But yeah, that's, that's what I wanted. That's why I was like, I don't want to tie it to a social media. Anyway, um, check out our Teespring store. There's a lot of uh, winter merch on there. Uh, jackets. I think there's beanies, right? Not jackets, but no, there's Just. not beanies either. What's that? There's not beanies either. I, th- I thought there was a beanie with like our logo on it. Anyway, I know that there's mugs. We put some hot cocoa or coffee, hot coffee in it. Or tea, even if that's your cup of tea. You drink fucking hot coffee. There you go. Tea as well. I know that you drink fucking hot coffee in the middle of summer, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? I drink hot coffee 24 7, man. I don't know how your heart is together. Um, I, I fucking I can't do it. But anyway, yeah, if, if you do if you do decide to buy something off of there, let us know. We'll give you a little uh shout out. Also, do we still have that discount code? Yeah. AQU15. It's in the notes AQ. under each episode. AQU for all queued up one five for fifteen percent off. Hey, your entire that order of, uh, that takes care of uh, shipping and handling. That's for sure. Essentially, uh, if you want to watch the live video of today's podcast, head on over to our YouTube channel. That's where you'll see that. I need to upload some solar reviews because I watched. Um, I watched. I recently watched all of uh, Sonic Prime. So I should probably do a review of that, but knowing that I'll say it and never do it. Um, 
That is it for my notes. Maya, where can folks find you? You can find me on Facebook under my name, Maya Dawn Fisher. It is a one uh, public, it's a public page with my Twitter and Instagram accounts linked. So therefore, it's your one-stop shop to everything that I'm up to. Uh, so go follow me there. Uh, Greg, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me under Geek on all socials. Uh, go ahead and also follow my Twitch channel. Um, uh, hopefully next year I'll be able to start doing some streaming. Uh, we'll see. I know that this potential move to Texas is lingering closer and closer. My little brother found a uh, I, um, a double wide trailer. Um, um, I'll say, I'll say, not it's not a mobile. It's a, it's it's. You know how they have those houses that they build and then move to another location. Yeah, like a modular home. Yeah, it's like a it's like a large modular home. It's got four bedroom, three bath. So, but it's like in the middle. Of, like it's it's in this place called Joshua, Texas, like right outside mm-hmm. Fort Worth. Like I had to do. I I put in the address into uh, Google Maps and then like did like closer and. Like I did all that kind of stuff just to see like where things were. And the closest, the closest Walmart is 16 minutes away. Um, so it's not bad, not terrible, but yeah, what are you going to do? Um, I wish I didn't have to, but I think I uh, will get into that. I'll just leave it be, but yeah, because of all that shit going on in my life, there might be a brief time where we have to take a break from the podcast. Um, I just want everyone to be prepared for that, that next year is going to be wild for me. Um, but I still want to try to get in some streams before we end up moving. So go ahead and follow twitch.tv slash chubrockgeek and we'll let you know before we go live with those. But I, I still haven't played uh, Jackbox 9. We still have not done that, so I'd like to. I'd really, really like to. I would like to as well. So, uh, but that's it, and that's all. Remember, folks, uh, Willow episode five, six, six. Sorry, Willow episode six and uh, Witcher Blood Origin. Yes. Um, with uh, Michelle Yao. Almost forgot her name for a second, even though she was in like my favorite movie of the year. Uh. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, fuck the GOP, fuck the NRA. Donate and help where you can. People are hurting, especially this time of the year. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.